Hello, this is John Pear again with episode 25 of Pear's Poetry Podcast. Again, our first poem today is a verse from my longer poem, Certainty. See verse 3. The certainty of fact is what we long to have, but we can't bear to think that at the grave there is no more existence. We are dust. No differentiation twixt the just and unjust, and it's cripplingly unfair if, virtuous, we are no longer there in any shape or form we can conceive. No wonder many gullibly believe that there must surely be some way to prove the music keeps on playing in the groove. The needle cannot simply from the vinyl rise. There must be something there beyond the skies. How can we square this existential circle when we cannot face the chance of aught out with our ken? Next one from the miscellaneous section that I wrote in June 2017. My confidence about another lady love was well founded and we've been married for over two and a half years. It's called Nostalgia. Looking back across the years I've lived up to this moment, I find I have conflicting thoughts that put my mind in foment. Into a vicarage I came, the first three years escaped me. Drafty, cold and damp it was and nearly did unmake me. I was a feeble child back then and missed a lot of schooling. And as a vicar's son I was incapable of fooling. My education took a hit. To Yorkshire we must move. The dialect and rugby league did not exactly soothe. I sang in the cathedral and at last I could excel, though now the other rugby game I could not play wheat well. And music was a solace. Then I found my first big crush, but was too shy to make a move, only a bright red blush. Escape to university, a very welcome change, enabled me to find myself and through the land to range. I met a girl, we seemed to click, it lasted 40 years, although when she had ended it I shed a myriad tears. Between those days were many more and progeny to boot, and all of them are partnered now with people that they suit. I have another lady love with whom I like to spoon, though many people may think I'm affected by the moon. How many years are left to me? How can one ever know? But I can hope they all will have a beneficial flow and then a time for looking back at what will happen yet. Nostalgia is a gift of grace for which I owe a debt. Today, two poems from the nature section as the second is really very short. These were written in May and September 2020 respectively. Uh, You'll have to wait alphabetically for sycamores referred to Uh, in the first line of helicopters. All of four weeks ago I wrote of sycamores and I find myself doing so again in a state of some surprise as the flowers are described to have metamorphosed into green incipient helicopters, little twin-winged vehicles for the seed that in the autumn will detach from the twigs and branches in winds more gusty than the light breeze moving today's foliage. This is needful for onward propagation, and in this regard nature is more than generous. I could not begin to estimate how many seeds the tree at the foot of the nap is bearing at the present time, 
It is likely, of course, that a fair number will fall from the tree before they become mature enough to have the scope for fertilisation. It is certain that many on the bottom branches may not have enough height to do more than fall fairly directly under the crown of the tree, even if they drop when the ground is soft enough for minute roots to sprout and help draw them down a little. They are unlikely to develop very far for want of sunlight. Those nearest to it will be mown down when the machines arrive in the spring. However, those in the upper reaches of the tree may be loosened by some gale and whirl away with the wind, perhaps even gaining height before being carried a distance to open ground and setting themselves somewhere with sufficient water and nutrient. Nature is bountiful and needs to be in the wild. And then whores. As the leaves begin to turn, the fruits cascade crimson down the high hedgerows, softly shining accents now glinting on the thorny branch in the low sun of an autumn morning, offering blue skies, but presaging the coming winter with a chill in the air. I've pretty much used that poems um, I've written while abroad or about holidays recently taken, so I'm now into a section headed rather pretentiously religion stroke philosophy stroke psychology. As you will have gathered, I was born in a vicarage and went regularly to church from pram stage until somewhere around 2000. I was for a time a lay reader in the Church of England. I've never studied philosophy except by marriage, since Caroline has a degree in it. Um, but I have read a reasonable amount of psychology, both when studying for a postgraduate certificate of education and training as a relate counsellor. This one's called A Second Chance. Had then I known what I know only now, how much a difference would it make and how would things have turned out if decisions made with present knowledge backed by a decade or more were changed from those I made in life when young and unwise, for example, choice of wife? For then it would not just be her and me who were affected, for we had the three great sons and daughter who would not exist. For different wife means different genomes mixed, as well as different choices, where to dwell, and altered lifestyle, holidays as well. Another generation comes along, resulting from more choosing. Were they wrong? We cannot, to a previous choice, return and take another path, though we might yearn to make amends for every rude regret. We have to do the best by each we've met at very time we meet them with the facts at our disposal till we see their backs. We'll not avoid the odd mistake at times and we should seek forgiveness for our crimes of action and omission and should learn to take another option on return to similar situations in our lives, including perhaps the way we choose our wives. So each decision made informed by past experience until we breathe our last. I have regrets, but every choice is taken with knowledge held each day that we awaken. Well, that's all for today. I hope you've enjoyed my poems. If so, why not try writing yourself? I was a member of a poetry group in Bromyard that arranged a number of workshops, which I found very helpful in expanding my range of writing. I now belong, with Caroline, to Lempster Writers Circle, 
Often there is a poetry option, but mostly we set a topic for each monthly meeting, so I've written some rather short stories, which I have found surprisingly enjoyable. You might too. Please join me in a week's time for episode 26. Goodbye.